Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Uh, well, as you know, I don't know if the show, <clears throat> excuse me, I had a, so one day a year under a prenup where I'm required to give an oral exam of melatonin. So a little clogged in the throat. A lot of, a lot of businessmen have been down there through the years. So it gets <laughs> a little phlegmy. Uh, <clears throat> well, we're, we're being spied on by China. Yes, so that's interesting. That. So I don't think we're doing that well with China. I think we are. We're doing very badly. I'm doing great, but the country, you know, I don't care. I'm always doing great. I don't have to worry about me. I have power and wealth. I don't need this. Mm-hmm. But it's I get in a bad mood when I see a country doing poorly and we're doing so poorly in China. I mean, they took who the hell knows what they took. They took everything. Some people are saying so. I'm a little upset. Tech stuff. And it's it's to be doing this. We're doing the show on a Sunday. Very rare because I have to do a very strong traveling uh, tomorrow which was going to stop the recording. And I said, we don't stop the record. That would be, that would be almost like close to cancel culture if we cancel an episode. So even though it's the Lord's day, it's called Sunday. We're doing a show because I spoke to God and he said, I actually take off Mondays when you do the podcast. That's my holy day. And I said, well, God, if you don't mind, if you can return the favor and you can let me work on your holy day and then you can work on Monday because we won't be doing the podcast then. And he said, yes, sir. So here we are. And of course he called you, sir. I mean, you know, I, I didn't ask him to, but sometimes you just get strong respect. Do you talk to God often or it's a once in a while kind of thing? It's uh I just like friends. You just have sort of an open. There's no appointments. There's no, it's just sometimes it's like, uh, sir, excuse me, sir. Uh, yes, God. And we talk and we, you know, sort of figure out strategies, give each other tips and hints and compliments. And, and it's very nice. <laughs> That's sweet. I, I didn't know that. Well, Mr. President, a lot of stuff to go over this week. Tons in the news about you. Um, let's just start with, uh, what do you think of the, the Coke network, uh, billion, billion dollar network? Um, what do you think of them? Or is that a new streaming service? Um, no, they're into, they got a hand in everything. They got a hand in, I think entertainment, they got a hand in fossil fuels. They got a hand in everything. Uh, they're, they're it's a big business. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, they not now. These are these people who they used to think they were big business. They were oh, look at us. We we helped Bush get elected. They didn't help me get elected, and they're very upset because they've made I don't know how many millions, if not billions, of don- donations to political people on the right, and then all of a sudden I showed up, and they were like, it was like their money didn't work, and I think they okay. became very upset and very sad. And very old. And one of the Koch brothers actually passed away during my administration. So how about that? You know, that's how that's how rough it was on them. They couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe it. You know, a Trump billion is worth a billion billions of mm. the Koch brothers. 
And they didn't like that. They didn't like that. So no, I'm sure they're not they're not too thrilled. They want to support somebody else. And is that is that what this is about? Yeah. They you know, they said they want to they want to back a Republican, just not you. Which I, I think is uh I think it's messed up. It's a cheap shot. Um, you know, did they did they help you last time? No, they didn't, but I helped them. That's huh. how good a president I was. I helped them because if you had money in our stock market, if you had energy, if you worked in energy, not energy drinks, but real mm. energy, you made a killing. And you could probably get away with killing people. So that's how strong I was for for wealth and, and Republicans. But no, they they're they're scared because they're scared of losing. They're scared that Sleepy Joe will steal another election, but they won't say that. Now they'll say they want to blame me because they're too scared to go after Sleepy Joe. And it's pathetic. It's pathetic. And, and you know, the cook, I call him the cock brother. Uh, he's, you know, he's old too. And he'll be, he'll be gone soon. I think it's Charles. I think Charles is the one and he's not in charge. And I think that's why he's so sad. Scott so, Bayo's in charge. I would respect that, Charles. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they have to come out in the press and say this since they didn't help you last time and you won. So it's like, hey, we didn't help you last time and he won. Guess what? We're not going to help him again. It's like, I don't understand why you have it's to come out. What they do, you know why they're doing it? You know why they're doing it? I'll tell you why they're doing it. Tell me. It would be like if you had some MILF, okay? who wrote, who like was walking to the park and saw some young, young man and said, oh, my husband's away in another country and I'm so lonely and all I have is this cleavage and my lonely house. Oh, well, now what does that MILF want? She wants that young man to come over to the house and give her a Fred Trumping. <laughs> well, this is what the cock brother is doing. He's walking around going, oh, we can't support. I have all this money that didn't do anything in 2020. I'm so sad. Uh, if does anybody, are there any Republicans who, who, who need money? Uh, I, I'm just saying I won't support Trump. <sighs> and they're hoping all these Republicans will start running to Kansas or wherever the hell the cock brother's from. And they'll run and go, oh, I'll put your cock brother cock in my mouth for some money. Oh. <laughs> And that's what they want. They want to run a train on all the weak Republicans who want their money. And guess what? I don't want their money and I don't want their cock cock. <laughs> we call it Coca-Cola. It's the worst beverage there is. Uh, Mr. President, next I want to speak to you about I know you had no relations with this woman, but it has to be brought up. Stormy Daniels. Um, there could be possible criminal charges brought up against you in connection with a $130,000 hush payment that you gave to Stormy Daniels in, uh, before the 2016 presidential election. And No, I gave no such money. I don't know that person. I think Michael Cohen, a very horrible lawyer, I mean, he went to jail for doing that. This is what they're doing. He went to jail for it, and now they want to blame it. How do you do that? How do you do? How do you put somebody in prison for a crime and then 
accuse another and then say, well, now we're going to arrest you for a crime. What, what is this musical, musical chairs of crimes? Well, you've been uh, on true social uh, truthing about this a few times. Did they let you, did they let you on truth session? No, I had to read about it. I'm still not. So honest. sad. So sad. It is. It's very sad. But apparently, if you are running for president and giving someone money and hush money, there are certain rules that go against this. And you might have broken one of these these rules, which could bring you up on criminal charges. No, they want to make up new rules as the game goes along. It's horrible. No, there's no hush money. I didn't tell her to hush. You know, I didn't say, and nobody ever said hush. So how could it be hush money? And I don't know if somebody else hand, if somebody hands somebody else money and says hush, and then you blame me, but I didn't do it. We actually had already threw the person in prison who did it. So it's very sad. It's a very criminal injustice. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's pathetic. It's, it's a sad thing for our country. Michael Cohen is cooperating. Um, he will testify. He said on on Cohen said on Wednesday. Um, I think he spoke to the prosecution of the DA's office. And, you ever hear that sleepy piece of shit talk? I will testify and cooperate against Mr. Trump. He did this. I have a podcast. Please buy my book. I'm. I'm a sleepy, dopey dog who went to the worst law school in America. Hello, Mr. Trump. That guy's a total loser. Get the hell out of here. Are you nervous about Michael Cohen um, testifying? Okay, so or- about a, a felon who went to the worst law school in America. The worst ranked, it's really true. It's the worst ranked law school in the country. Yes, I'm very scared. It's like if my cousin Vinny were dumber and went to prison and then tried to sue me. Why would you hire him then? Who? My cousin Michael Vinny? Cohen. I never hired my cousin Vinny. You, you never have you never hired Michael Cohen? Uh then we may have I mean we may have hired him for something. I think he was, you know, sort of he lived in one of the bit one of my buildings, so we sort of used him as like a on-site stooge but no we had no real business relationship he was very weak and i, I always knew he was a very stupid low-class person i'm surprised you'd associate with someone like that you know when you get 74 million votes in an election that was stolen not everybody's going to be a scholar and a elite but if people support you and it's for a greater cause, you work with whoever you have to to do the greater, the greatest thing you can. And sometimes that means a dummy who went to the worst law school in America doing some dirty work. Well, if... But not hush money, dirty work. Right. Not hush money, dirty work. Um, if charges are brought up against you, um, would that make you nervous at all because if they have enough evidence to bring charges up against you i think that's pretty strong uh excuse me do i look like an unarmed african-american man then why the hell would i be worried about the criminal justice system okay um fair enough i have, that, I have great i have great lawyers i did no crimes and you try finding a jury 
First of all, they say jury of your peers. Okay, well, I'd like 12 Republican white businessmen to be on my jury. Good luck. Now, did you tweet back? Are you on Twitter? Because they saw in an article, unless it was doctored, the tweets, and I remember from True Social, you and Stormy Daniels going back and forth, that you, you admitting to this affair, and then you saying it's um, past the statute of limitations well, when well, what you said, that's, that's not... Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, those might have been earlier tweets before the total. No, they, you know, were dated, they, they were dated. They were dated January 2023 in the article. Well, what year is it now? Well, that would be this past year that the tweets were sent. I uh, will see. We're going to look into it. Uh, if some, maybe my account was hacked. We'll see what it, what excuse we need to say. But maybe my account was hacked. Have you had any contact with Stormy Daniels since then? Uh, no, no, never. I never had contact. I never had contact with Stormy Daniels ever about anything. I don't know who that is. Because you somebody said made a very that... false lawsuit against me. Very rude, by the way. Very rude, horse faced person. I don't know what it was. What it read. It said that. Um, this happened a long time ago. It's history and that it's past the statute limitations. And then someone else chimed in and said, what you're saying is a line inaccurate, that it's not past the statute limitations. So why would you be concerned if it's past statute limitations if nothing ever happened? Well, they're alleging it happened in Florida. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's the, the alleged Florida. The statute of limitations is in New York. You know, she's holding the torch and she welcomes dirty immigrants. That's in New York. So how could it be anywhere? You're telling me the statute of limitations is in New York, and then they're telling me, no, it applies to Florida. What the heck? Does that make any sense, tech stuff? Um, well, that what you're saying doesn't make sense. I think you're confusing the statute. Nope. Well, of limitations you're wrong there. The, you're, you're obviously the confused. Statue, <laughs> statue of Liberty. Well, I think you're no, excuse me. Well, we like freedom two. and liberty. You can call it either, to be honest. But no, the thing is, you're confused. If you think I'm confused, that's like the top way to show that you're confused. So if I say you're confused, it's really me deflecting and I'm confused? Yeah, because nobody would think, nobody who is not confused would think I was confused. Okay, understandable. All right, buddy. Good night, buddy. Sorry, I'm being, it's being, I'm getting this January 6th all over again. Well, 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 look who it is. This person is getting older. <laughs> he, he is getting older. He's getting bigger. I, I can't bring you upstairs. Good night, buddy. I love you. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's just so sad to see a father being so weak. <laughs> I love you. I know. Go, mommy. My apologies, Mr. President. Um, but I didn't speak to my children until they were 23, <laughs> except for Ivanka. So obviously, you're not on a good parenting path. I am not. Uh, Mr. President, before we get to the next story, Making Podcasts Great Again is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your Super Bowl betting this season. That is right, everyone. We are one week away from the biggest game of the year. 
Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. So many different bets you can make on the Super Bowl there. You'll find the latest odds and team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online with betting options for everything from the national anthem to the halftime show and even the Gatorade bath, which color it is. Bet Online is your Super Bowl headquarters this season. I'm going to be surprised if. Um, if the Eagles don't win by by more than 10, I mean, I think it's going to be uh, – unfortunately, I don't think Casey matches up well. Mahomes hurt. If I was everyone, lay it heavy on Philadelphia. But you know what? It is a Super Bowl, and Patrick Mahomes um, is one of the best and on the biggest spotlight. But I don't know. I think it's it's all Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Headed to the website today or use your mobile device to check out the most comprehensive Super Bowl info on the web. Don't forget to use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to get in all the betting action. That's right. There's also a casino there, too. So at halftime, while you're watching the show and seeing your bets come through, go play blackjack, roulette, craps, poker. Go to betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag, it's where the game starts. Remember, use that promo code CLNS50 to receive 50% welcome bonus. And it's only on your first deposit. So you haven't signed up today yet. Sign up today or sign up before Sunday and bet on all the different options for the Super Bowl. It's BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Now, Mr. President... I wanted to get into th- this story in Congress. Uh, George Santos, we- we've talked about him before. Um, Diamond 2.0. Yes. I'm spoiling it. I'm spoiling the bonus content. They got to listen to hear the process. But boy, oh boy, was that a, what, what, one of the great bonus episodes, I think, and a total shock to a lot of people. So in Congress, uh, Representative Andrew Clyde, we'll get to him in a second, but he was giving out AR-15 pins um, to to Congress to wear on the floor, which I'm thinking, you know, if you're going to go Second Amendment, why not go all the way and have a pin of an AK, you know, like go big or go home? No, first of all, see, an AK AK is a Russian gun, which we respect. But now the reason... I don't support this. I don't know if you're going to ask me if I support it or not support it, but I don't support this because it's a slippery slope. And now the left, they kind of get upset about pins. Oh, you're putting pins, gun pins, very classless, very nasty. No, what I would do is hand out AR-15s to everybody walking in. (laughs) Not the pin, the the real AR-15. A real gun. You're starting from a, a point of weakness because then you debate. Oh, the left will go, he's handing out guns. And I go, okay, well, let's debate. If you're handing out pins and you let the left complain, then what are you going to do next? Oh, we're just, we're, we're doing shooter, shooter handguns. That's that's what we do. No, it's a slippery slope until you can't have anything in Congress. So I would have, I would have, I would have definitely said, uh, here's an AR-15, loaded. Enjoy, Bubbert. Well, <clears throat> Rep. Andrew Clyde was handing them out, and this is strange for me. I want to know what you think of this. He owns a multi-million-dollar business selling military-style rifles, body armor, and ammunition. 
Now, how is he in Congress and owns a multi-million dollar business with guns where you're voting on things in Congress have to do with Second Amendment, guns, AR-15, these school shootings? I mean, 54 mass shootings this year. Um, how is he a representative and owns that kind of business? Oh, Shouldn't that not Tiffany, be allowed? Tiff Tiffany doesn't like this one. Well, what I would say is, no, it's allowed because he's not a judge. He got elected by the people and the people were very aware that he owned a gun company. In fact, they probably liked it. They probably said this is a strong Second Amendment businessman. So they, they got to choose. If he was a judge, they might say, oh, that's not fair. You can't be impartial. He's not here to be impartial. He's here to be a kick-ass Second Amendment guy, which is why I'm disappointed that he's only handing out pins. The guy owns, a, excuse me, he owns a store. A business. So he has access to the guns. Getting a, getting a wholesale. I agree. So you just drive a van up to Congress and just hand out AR-15s as Republicans walk in. And I bet you we'll get a lot of legislation done if 220 Republicans walk in there with loaded AR-15s. <laughs> just on the Congress floor, just around their necks, just holding it on their chest. Like the, like well, the maybe soldiers do at Penn Station? You can do that. Or you can point them at people. You know, you can As just whatever talking. it takes. As you're talking, you can, you know, shoot Twink, one in the twink. air to celebrate. <laughs> well, George Santos was wearing one and uh, Anna Paulina Luna from Florida and she was wearing one of these pins less than 48 hours after a mass shooting in Florida. Uh, a little well, heartless. What do you, what are your what's your opinion on that? Well, I think that's called that's called strong second amendment. Strong second amendment that's commitment. Because what is tech what would what good are principles if you have principles if you don't stand it when it's tough if you believe in guns? And then you don't believe in guns when it's scary. Then you don't really believe in guns. I mean, wearing these pins, I don't know, I just can't take, you take these people seriously? It seems like it's a pissing contest that really, it makes me take you less seriously by wearing one of these pins. Well, that's because you're a radical left, blue state, weak on Second Amendment person. Okay. You would probably like it if they were like a Whole Foods pin into Congress. <laughs> oh, good. Fresh produce. I support fresh produce. Hello, Cory Booker. Let's go to Whole Foods together. Have you ever eaten at Fridays, Mr. President? I ate at Wednesdays. TGI Fridays? No, TGI Fridays. Have you ever eaten there? To GIF? Yeah. <laughs> to GIF. Uh, to GIF. I, walked, I walked by to GIF. I thought it was like an Indian restaurant. <laughs> Hello, I am to give Friday. <laughs> so you've never eaten in one? I've I've eaten on a Friday, but not in a Friday. Well, they they have pins there, and they called Flair, and the remember Ric Flair? They, yeah, woo! Of course, Ric Flair, great wrestler, one of the best. No, you're thinking of somebody else. <laughs> okay. You never know, Fridays. This is just a mute point here. Um, I wanted to bring up one other thing about the these pins. 
like I said before, I think it's it's tasteless. Maybe you uh, should work at a Friday's. You seem very excited about pins. Friday's my I mean, you never eaten there, but growing up, triple sticks. That was that was the meal to get. Oh, uh, that was Mike Pence's favorite meal. <laughs> uh, I set that one right up for you. <laughs> Out of the park. <laughs> Now that we have the we have the pins handed out. Pins, okay. You said um why not AR fifteens, you know, but rep Corey Mills, he handed out inner grenades to people in Congress. Now, what's your opinion on that? I think that kind of is, is bigger than AR fifteen, right? A grenade you drop, the whole place blows up. What your what are your thoughts on this? I mean, what's next? Uh, handing out tanks? I, I don't know. This is very not tech, tech stuff. There's nobody big enough to hand out a tank. A tank can't fit in a hand. It's like you've never heard of a tank. No, the next step is you hand out bazookas. <laughs> Imagine how much legislation the right would get done if they had 220 guys walking in with bazookas pointed at the left. I think that it's, I think handing out a grenade is a very strong symbol. And like you said, they're inert, so they're not active, but it's just saying we believe in force, we believe in military, we believe in Second Amendment. And I think it's, I think it sends exactly the right message. Like you're going to war, you're going to be, you're going to go all out. And I think that's what we need. I think that's a great, I think it's a great message. I think it's a very strong message, to be honest. I think it's a bit crazy and how do you think most of these people like like george santos right i'm gonna wear my 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 pin if someone put a gun in his face or he was ever face to face with somewhere he had to use a gun i'm sure he'd shit himself and wouldn't even be able to fire the gun off so it's like i think most of these people in congress who are second member this second member that wouldn't even be able to have the balls to fire a gun or was face to face with someone with a gun wouldn't know what to do and would shit themselves what do you think about that? Well, I think, I right. think they're I think, all faking the funk. I think everybody on the left would be very scared. I think everybody on the left, I think on the right, were very tough and very strong. Marjorie Taylor Greene's been talked about a lot. She's saying that the press paints her one way, and she's totally not like the way that the press um, um, does stories on her. Excuse me. I had, to plug in this, I had to plug in this Zoom machine because under Sleepy Joe, our computers don't even have the right energy. Oh my goodness! My- Did you see this with Margie Taylor Green saying that what the press say she's like? She's not that person at all. Oh, just- somebody had muted me. Excuse me, I had just been muted. By the way, I while I was plugging in, I know you. I didn't accuse you, but now I'm questioning. <laughs> I was plugging in my computer because under Sleepy Joe, I never had to plug in the computer ever. Under my administration, and all of a sudden we have computers running out of battery. How about that? And then all of a sudden the Zoom muted. So obviously, Sleepy Joe has probably hacked this podcast. So Jack, if you're listening, Jack, fuck off, Brandon. <laughs> um, Mr. President, uh, before we get, we have a couple more stories left and a few questions that we have. It is the first episode of the month. Um, wake up, wake up, wake up. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I, I talk about this uh, this website. Um, since I, I learned about it, it's helped me. It will help you out there. I saved hundreds of dollars. 
like I've said numerous times on this podcast, I subscribe to almost everything because I say, oh, subscribe for five free months, put your credit card in, you forget about it. Um, sometimes you you double subscribe to things or you subscribe years in the past and you've got a new computer now or a new phone. It is an update. Use rocketmoney.com. Rocketmoney.com. It's an app that shows all your subscriptions in one place, and then you can cancel them. Whatever you don't still want, cancel right away. You don't have to call someone. You don't have to email three different people and wait to hear back. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't even know you were paying for. You might have been double charged for a subscription. To cancel subscription, all you have to do is just press cancel, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Like I said, you don't have to do anything. No emails, no phone calls. It's beautiful, and you will save money. I mean, it's no better deal right now. Get rid of the useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash MPGA. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash MPGA. Don't sleep on this. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash MPGA. Now, Mr. President, I know this would never happen. If you were in office, what's going on with this Chinese spy balloon? I mean, no respect for Sleepy Joe, just flying a balloon. I mean, just over our heads. I mean, a balloon, not even aircraft. No respect. Like, we're just going to fly a balloon. Xi, you know, Xi and I have a great relationship. Very tough guy. Very strong leader. And he had asked me, could we send a balloon over to investigate? And I said, if you put a balloon over our country, I'm prepared to have the military shoot it down. And he said, oh, just hypothetical, sir. And I said, okay, hypothetical. Well, hypothetically, you do it. You're going to get literally shot down. And he said, oh, I understand. Let's go have lunch. So that was it. And notice, never happened. Never happened. Mm -hmm. There was never a balloon. But all of a sudden, we have a sleepy Joe, and he lets a balloon float over the country, spying on us. And notice it wasn't over like California, New York. No, it was over Montana, a great Republican state where they do Yellowstone. Okay? And you see how slow sleepy Joe was to get it? Had it been over his stupid small state of Delaware, he probably would have nuked it. But because it was over a great Republican state where they do Yellowstone, the very strong, very strong show, popular with MAGA, I just let it sit. Oh, we're going to let the balloon sit. How about that? We'll let a balloon. Get all our secrets, China. Get everything. Get everything. Nobody cares. Attack. What do you think it was capturing, you know, there? I mean, when you would expect to be over Washington or New York or L.A. or Chicago? Oh, who knows? Maybe there's like, uh, you know, there's a lot of space in Montana. It could be natural resources, energy dominance. It could be, I don't know. Do we have, I mean, I can't tell you right now, but I know. Maybe we have nuclear weapons there, stored there. A lot of things can happen in Montana. Maybe just Phil Jackson was reading a book and they wanted to ask the coach of the lake or something. 
Uh, the point is, Sleepy Joe sold us out to China before, and he's selling us out again. Probably, it was probably a balloon full of heroin for Hunter, to be honest. President, I have two more stories to go over with you. Actually, I'm lying. One more story and then some questions. Only a couple of questions today. Um, well, they don't expect a strong Christian president to do this episode on a Sunday, so they're probably taken yeah. by surprise. Yes, I'm, I'm sure. Except um, for Michael C., who's in Australia, where it's Monday. Yes. See? Good day, mate. <laughs> um, you know, your future nemesis, Ron DeSantis, is trying to start something in Florida that I think is very crazy. I want to hear your opinion on this. He wants to require student female athletes to report their menstrual cycle, like when they have their periods. It should be public information, their cycle. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I think he's a total, he's a total copycat. <laughs> what, what do you mean by that? Please elaborate. Well, <clears throat> when I was running the Miss Teen USA pageant, mm -hmm. I would go backstage while the contestants were getting ready and would simply uh, use my finger to see if any of the contestants were on uh, their period for the finger test. It was called the, it was called the, well, it was a three finger test, but it was called a, t a test. It was a test. And because we had a rule where, first of all, you had to be of a certain age. So you had to, you know, the, the freight, the, the, the saying of our pageant was old enough to bleed, old enough for me. That was our, our entry policy. Uh, but if you were on the period, I would kick you out because, so we had to test. To see, in other words, if it was heavy flow, you were eliminated because we couldn't have that on the stage. So we had to see if, you know, if you were a woman, but not like doing womanly things like right that moment. Yeah, so, you know, and everybody seemed okay with it. You know, they always just stared at me silently while I did it and then cried with joy as I walked away because they were like still in the competition. So they were very happy and pleased. And I think DeSantis heard this and was like, okay, okay, I'm going to copy Trump and I'm going to try and be even cooler than Trump. And excuse me, no, no, you're stupid. You're stupid. I'm going to test. And I'm sure he's claiming it's for like trans athletes or something, but it's, it's just a copy of me. And he's, as you can tell, it's a weaker version of me because I didn't just ask for records. I got my hands dirty. A real leader gets his hands dirty when it comes to testing the menstrual cycles of young women. So he basically, like before and always, it seems like he's just taking another page out of your playbook. This guy at some point is probably going to write a book called The Art of the Deal. That's how big a copycat he is. All right. Well, thank you for clearing that up, Mr. President, and shedding some light on that. Um, I shitting? I didn't shed light. Shedding, shed shedding, shedding, shedding. However you pronounce it, when I, I don't, I shit poop. I don't shit light. Okay. Number um, threes. Of course. Now, I have. Um, I'm sorry, Mr. President. I'm just. Uh, I'm trying to go. Okay, here we go. So there are two questions we have from Twitter. 
And uh, this first one comes from uh, at uh, Anne Pignata. Um, always sends questions in. Uh, doctor, 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 shaman president, your holiness, sir. What would your good friend... PhD. PhD. What would your good friend and lover, Kim Jong-un, have to say about that traitor Nikki Haley running against you for presidency third term? Is she Kim's type? Thank you, sir. First of all, we're not lovers, and that's a disgusting thing he's suggesting. But even though we're pro-LGBTQ, it's disgusting to suggest that strong men like me and Kim are just more than strong business partners. Uh, I support Nikki Haley, but she's not going to win. She's basically auditioning for vice president, so I support it. But Kim, Kim believes, I remember you said to me, you ever run against that woman? And I said, well, that was Crooked Hillary. And he said, but what about another woman? And I said, well, what would you do if I, if a woman ran against you? It would murder her and then let my soldiers dominate them. So obviously he's not as progressive. He's not as, uh, I practically look woke next to Kim. We laugh about it. He calls me woke Trump and we laugh and then we murder hookers for fun. But just to prove we're not woke. But uh, he, if, if, a, if a Korean Nikki Haley, you know, the equivalent of a Korean Nikki Haley ran against him, uh, I think that's what he would do. He would, he would murder her and then uh, donate the body to his uh, soldiers to have fun with. So, uh, not supportive, but a good guy. Good guy. Okay. Now, this president's last question comes in from uh, at Pacifica Pan, Sir Justice Sensei Dalai Lama, Comrade El Presidente. Where are Ivanka and Tiffany? Use both to advance your campaign. We could use melanoma upfront, guaranteeing distraction. Get your woman way up front again. Can you? Otherwise, we face 500,000 new jobs and 3.4% unemployment. Uh, well, uh, that's called, I've never heard such a run-on sentence in one tweet. I know. Uh, I don't know what you're asking. Ivanka is working, we talked about it last week. Ivanka is working on a marriage. Hopefully that will fail. Mm -hmm. And I just said Tiffany was bar barking before. So Tiffany's right here. She's like a junkyard dog. Uh, she barked. I forget what topic we were talking about, but we were talking about something very strongly and Tiffany didn't like it. So Tiffany's here. She's not much help on the campaign because she's a dog. But uh, once Ivanka gets a divorce from, from Jared, uh, I think she'll be back. She'll be single and ready to mingle with her dad. Will Melania be by your side the whole time? And when you do win the presidency again, what will her her new uh, agenda be after be best? What is part two for her? Can that be uh, revealed? She probably doesn't want me to say this. It's a good question, but we do have information that she's already um, she's preparing like a sequel called Be Bester. <laughs> uh, don't even uh, divulge any more information. I think um, 
you know, the wheels are turning. I'm, I'm excited to see what's in store with B. Bester. Um, Mr. President, uh, thank you once again right, had, for joining us. We did, yes. didn't, I think we had perfect tens asking questions on Facebook, and I think we're out of respect. And if you think they were bad questions, if you think they were bad questions, tech stuff, you can call them yeah. bad questions. I that's well, usually if I'm not asking them, it's I don't like to call people out and saying they're bad questions. Well, now I've called them out like on your behalf. Understood. Now I've, okay. I have sold you out like a like a melanoma okay. on a boat coming to be a mail order bride. OK, um, well, we're going to we'll go to Nick Wilson first. Nick Wilson has been uh, went hot with his questions lately. Your Highness, sir, doctor, um, greater than six foot. Mr. President, sir, with the NFL conference championships being stolen almost as badly as the 2020 election, uh, what are your thoughts on unleashing a peaceful protest on Roger Goodell, demanding he overturn the results to give us a more traditional Super Bowl? Thank you, sir. I think he's referring to uh, having two black quarterbacks to having. No, no, no. You see, that's racist. I know that Nick Wilson's not saying that. You're the other racist. What he's saying is. What he said, excuse me. Okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. What he was <laughs> saying, excuse me. What he was saying is Joe Burrow obviously was robbed by the woke officials, and the Eagles got very lucky because they allowed a nice guy like Brock Purdy to have his elbow destroyed. When did that become legal? When did it become legal to commit a felony and destroy a young guy's career? So I think that there should be a do-over, if not just total penalty, and it should be the 49ers versus the uh, uh, the Bengals. And the Bengals have, remember, that, remember Susanna Hoff? Remember her? Walk like an Egyptian? She was yes. hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, why wouldn't you want her in the Super Bowl? Nobody can answer that. You'd always want her in the Super Bowl. There's no Chiefs. There's no Chiefs that look like Susanna Hoff. Uh, so I think that we're not going to go after Goodell. What we're going to do is we're going to go actually we will go after Goodell. I'm going to talk to some of my owner friends like Jerry Jones and we're going to have the Bosa brothers who are very MAGA. They're going to beat him to death peacefully <laughs> unless he decides to call a do-over. And so I think that's that's a good question. I think Goodell, this is the problem. You need somebody who's strong MAGA. Goodell is sort of a conservative who's just like, as soon as things go the other way, oh, like a Pence. He's like Pence. It's like having... We're going to call him Big Gay Goodell. And it's like having him, he just goes with what, oh, I'm very strong for the owners. I'm very strong for what's right. Oh, two people complained. Okay, we're we're going to have a woke Super Bowl instead. So Goodell is Bedell. We call him Bedell. Because he's not good. You You got it? Yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm not sure you got it. Not good. Well, because like he has big, good in his name, but he's actually bad. No, yeah, no, I, I got it. You got it. Well, now you're just saying you got it. I don't think you got it. I don't, I don't have you explain it to me after we get off air. 
Who? <laughs> this question comes from A, Michael Craig. It's not A, it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good day. Mr. President, sir. It says, good day from down under, Dr. President, sir. Today was reported that you said regarding the spy balloon, China should ne- have never... Wait, China should have been called to ask if no, shoot it down. If yes, negotiate the greatest deal ever. What deal would you have negotiated with China to allow them to keep the balloon spying? I thought they would have to donate smaller balloons that we could surgically implant into Ivanka's chest. In exchange for new implants, China can keep the balloon up. Yes. Right, that's very fair. Or should I say, yeah. <laughs> well, Mr. President, thank you once again for joining us and uh, especially answering those two extra questions. We appreciate it. Um, everybody check on betonline.ag. Put in promo code CLNS50, especially this week for the biggest game of the year, the Super Bowl. So many betting opportunities to win tons of money and also to save tons of money at rocketmoney.com slash MPGA. And also join the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. Hundreds of hours of bonus content that you do not want to miss out on. And um for me, just uh, check out goodyshow.com, goodyshow.com, and um, and that's it. Um, President, floor is yours. Well, <clears throat> hello, everybody. I'll make this as quick as possible. A lot of shows coming up. Uh, if you hear this in time, Chicago, February 7th, 8 p.m., City Winery. After that, uh, I got a very cool show in Rutherford, New Jersey, on February 22nd. March 2nd, I'm in Montclair, New Jersey. March 3rd, Boston uh, City Winery in Boston, Mass. March 19th, uh, Washington, D.C. Improv. March 24th, uh, Philadelphia City Winery. March 25th, Catch a Rising Star, Princeton, New Jersey. And then, drumroll please, March 31st and April 1st at the Triad Theater in New York City for my next hour taping. It really seems uh, like the special will be out before then. So look out, everybody. It's only been 15 months in the making. Probably the worst job in the history of comedy specials in terms of post-production. But it's coming out soon, the album and the uh, special. So uh, I guess look forward to that. You're probably not even listening. Thank you for subscribing. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts for Christ's sake and God help us all.